Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Rooster Team Radio. We just wanted to advise you that these episodes were taped before the releases of certain talent from the Let's Play family in late 2020. In the interest of protecting you, our listeners, we wanted to provide a warning to those that may feel uncomfortable hearing those individuals referenced in this recording. Thank you. Let's pod. I just came up with that immediately. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, welcome to the Let's Play Family Forum right here on Rooster Team Radio. I'm one of your hosts, the Internet's Mark B. Donica. And I'm your other host, the Internet's Andrea Donica. For our inaugural episode, I, I mean, this is the freshest thing in everybody's mind. Is the Achievement Hunter or Achievement Hunter the musical or Let's Play the musical? I think it's Achievement Hunter the musical. the musical. Yeah, But yeah. it's in the form of a... Le- Either way, regardless. So... Uh, as as we've discussed, you're still fairly new to the Let's Play world, but well, or the achievement world. I mean, world. I've been I've been watching them for how long has it been? I mean, I think I think it's almost a year now that I've been really consistent with watching their stuff. I'm trying to remember what the first thing I showed you was. You've shown me videos like sporadically throughout the years, but what really hooked me was uh, my bunny boys. That's right. It was it was Play Pals, and then when Bunny Man came around, that's what it was. So a lot of this stuff that that they're referencing in here is now stuff that I want to go back and show you. Though for the most part, it's it's relatively stuff that you've seen. Um. So let's play Achievement Hunter the Musical. I'm just going to look at the name so that, excuse me, so that I just don't, I don't call it the wrong thing. But um, this musical was, uh, yeah, Achievement Hunter the Musical was the result of the 2017 Extra Life where they hit a certain thing and said they were going to do Achievement Hunter the Musical. And it had, it took them two years to finally get off their butt and do it. <laughs> Very busy people. That's yeah. not a joke. I'm just saying that they did it. And hats off to Jack Patillo. My voice went to a weird place. <laughs> um, Jack Patillo, the sort of patriarch of the Extra Life uh, an endeavor yeah. with him and his wife, Katie. He, he's very busy doing his own sort of stuff, prepping for the event, as well as all of the stuff that's going down in Achievement Hunter. And he wrote all of the lyrics except for good at being bad. So have to hand it to him for, for really being able to capture the these characters that we've gotten to know over the years. And then also a recent acquisition from the Rooster Teeth company, JT music. He does a lot of video game related music. Like he does songs about different franchises and you can check him out on the Rooster Teeth site. I've only seen a couple of his I watched his Spider-Man video which was really entertaining Ooh. and I'll show you afterwards. But we had 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 songs within a half, half hour. an hour, which is that's pretty solid. Yeah. But first initial thoughts on Age the Musical. I mean, I really like it and I've watched it 3 times now <laughs> and I want to watch it more. And I've I've got quite a few of them are just stuck in my head playing very solid earworms. Like oh, that yeah. that's the thing is you you never want to go up with your expectations too high or too low for that matter. And knowing that one of Jeff's many nicknames is Tone Jeff, 
uh that's one thing ryan has a history of musical theater not necessarily taking part but being around it and so you would wonder if that rubbed off a little bit um and michael does his little songs during uh, play pals jeremy's a rapper they always burst into song usually when they're playing so it just feels like a natural thing for them to eventually do even if they don't profess to being singers in any way shape or form and they shouldn't because some of these were more fun than they were good (laughs) (laughs) but you know what that that's kind of the beauty of this too i think it was really just a love letter to fans Mm -hmm. and uh just enjoying watching these people do what they do this was especially a, a fun little shakeup and something that I would love to see more of in the future. Actually. If it took two years to do this. So he, so here's what, what I think is that depending on how well these songs do on the charts, even though I will say, and Jack has announced that they are eventually going to release these songs. Yeah. But they're not going to see any of the profits. All of the fr- profits are going to be going to Extra Life. Despite that, them not going off of a, hey, this made us a lot of money. If it makes Extra Life a lot of money, you can be sure that there's going to be sort of, maybe not necessarily an expansion, or maybe not necessarily a sequel, but an expansion of what other live action groups or how can we plus this up? Yeah, Because um, the Let's Play Live started out as just this, I say small thing, but it, it has ballooned into such this big experience and something that I would recommend anybody who has a passing experience with this group to definitely go check out because there's there's nothing like that show you know we talked about it um, a couple years ago at RTX when Megan Stacy and I got to go see the show and Half of the time, they didn't have any sort of idea what was going on, but everybody was having a good time in that building because that's what they're there to do and they're there to entertain. And that's one of the things I'm jealous about the West Coast tour that's coming up is they're probably going to get a performance or two of one of these songs as a break. Yeah, probably. Oh, that's going to be so cool. (laughs) So so I'm going to ask you two different questions okay. that I hope have two different answers okay. starting with, and, and all of these, we, we want to extend this out to you at home as well is what is your favorite song from AH the musical? Uh, like I've been thinking about this and it's really hard to pick one because like I love each and every single one for different reasons I, I actually kind of want to ask you if we do these questions at the end after we talk through them all. Oh, do you want to you want to talk through some of the songs first? Okay, well, so by, yeah. by talking about them, maybe we'll be able to, to spur a little bit. But I think mostly I went there because I don't think these songs have too much to be discussed about because most of them are, are fairly straightforward. Um, starting off with the sinking song, it's just sort of an onomatopoeic, rhythmic uh, row, row, row your boat. I love it. Oh, I yeah? love how that's how it starts. Um, you know, for every single song that you see in this, you know, it's either a joke that you've seen throughout the different episodes they've done. Um, but this, it's just the group is really in their element when they're all together, especially. And I felt that that 
really was shown in What Are We Doing, Jeff? And uh, getting that Brady Bunch moment of Jeff just looking really exhausted and tired and fed up in the middle of the screen was uh, beautiful. <laughs> and uh, I, I love the, the final rhyme. Jeff, what are we going to play? Shut the fuck up. We're playing GTA. It's just And when we like when it. we first watched it, I sang along with it, not know like assuming that that's what the lyric was cuz I was listening to all of the games and it's like they didn't mention GTA. That rhymes. Here we go. <laughs> playing GTA. <laughs> yeah. And it's and that's been happening more and more in the let's plays is things happen and then I'll say something that one of them says and well, you guys say it at the same time, and I'm just like, oh, that's weird and creepy. Though I've had a few moments as well, but sometimes I just think that your brain is synced with theirs in I'm, some way. I used to, oh, well, I, I don't say used to, I still do. Like, one of the things that I used to do way back when, when I was catching up with Minecraft, uh, they, they were barely, they weren't to 100 yet, and I was... And I was trying to catch up once I, I had been playing Minecraft for a little bit. And then I, I don't even remember what my first age video was, but I would have them on and I would just be marathoning them and marathon, and then I would fall asleep. And then it would become a thing where that would be the thing that I would listen to when I would fall asleep. And so I have sometimes much to your chagrin, I have a, a usually a Minecraft let's play on just on while I'm falling asleep. And so uh, it, it's almost like I have been programming like a, I'm like a AH sleeper cell where yeah. just some of their their uh, mannerisms have been programmed and I just know where they're going to go. That's not weird or creepy at all. Hmm. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I like the sinking song. I think it's good. Followed by what are we doing, Jeff? Um, it, it's a very good start. And it's it's 100 percent just a this is cookie cutter age it's they sink what are we doing and then we go on from there what are we doing became the the new let's play which is yeah before your time um (laughs) i've still heard them in the videos god (laughs) but um one of the things that i don't necessarily i i wanted to ask if it was an issue for you was um do you think that the varying time between the songs was it better for anticipation not knowing oh this is where the song is going to come in or especially because it starts off with the song boom uh next song boom uh and then we just get gta for a while it it was kind of it was weird as someone that is very familiar with musicals having participated in many seeing many performed was like okay when when is it coming how are they going to integrate it into them actually playing um which i thought was really interesting but i did feel that when they inserted things it made sense Mm -hmm. so from that standpoint i'm i'm all good with it it was also hard you know the first time wondering i say hard it, it was interesting figure trying to figure out is this going to be like a rent sort of a thing where there's like one line of dialogue or does the music fade out fade back in and it's just constant music here and there mm. and then they just kind of started playing gta 
what happens and uh, what happens i kind of like that you were just kind of saying at first like how are they gonna do this Mm. i and i'm sure that was very much a conversation that they just had in general how are we gonna do this and and there was a behind the scenes released that had some information it was mostly like fun clips of of the stuff here and there but i i wonder how that planning went if we're going to get com- jack commentary um. i would love that i'd love to see much more like the little six minute video that they shared for behind the scenes was good i want to see the process i i want to like even if they put it together in the span of like a couple of months as opposed to really using the two years to develop stuff like i'm cool with that I I want to know like how they picked certain people singing together, how they picked the certain groups. Like some of it made automatic sense. Like okay, Team OG for example, of course they're gonna do that. And and you you bring that up, so I think we should move on to Still in the Air. Yes. Uh, so Still in the Air, classic achievement hunter. Ryan hates it, and the fact that they made a song out of it for him probably made him hate it even more. But he is such a smarmy ham. Like, <laughs> leading up to the song, too, he Same. was also, like, he was, with his uh, musical theater experience, like, he was emitting so much of that charisma going into it. He was just like, oh, yeah, my song's coming up. <laughs> I mean... Ryan is smarmy just in general. Part of his uh his infuriating charm, but I I feel that the song really encapsulates that. It is it it, it is a nice steady song and I think it's good that it's towards the beginning to kind of warm up the audience too. And I like that it has a little bit of a musical theater feel ish. Yeah, old, it, pretty vaudeville. Yeah, and uh, Fiona and Lindsay as our backup singers. Oh my god! And I was, I was hoping that wow, that peaked. Sorry. I was, it's okay. <laughs> I was very much hoping that this wasn't the last that we were going to see of either of them. Fiona yeah. being a little bit newer, who knows if like by the time Jack had everything written, if Fiona was even a factor in that. But especially like, oh, I hope this isn't the last we see of Lindsay. Um, and and moving on to Get Sprunked, why was Jeremy the backup guy there as opposed to like your Well, he was the Gavin? one that got sprunked But he was well. he was helping out. He was he was backup singing some of the like sprunkier things. And to me, more of a Jack or Ryan would be like second sprunker in command sort of a thing. Whereas uh, Gavin's more of a target. Um, Jeremy is like half target, half aggressor. Jeff is a huge target when it comes to sprunk time. Um, but I this this was one of the ones that didn't necessarily fall short, but it was so conceptual in like what it was supposed to be. Like it makes sense, sprunk, let's make it a punk song, blah, 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 that it was a lot harder to understand the lyrics or what was happening and it was just more of like okay i get the vibe and i like the vibe one of the and th- this is all coming from a place of we really love and appreciate this but we're also kind of ranking a little bit this is one of the more forgettable songs to me because there's so many other ones that are a lot more memorable because you can understand all of the lyrics or the majority of the lyrics you know with all that being said i i felt that michael was 
pretty good at enunciating. Like he, he and Jeremy brought the hype, in my <laughs> opinion. And something that I like to, while a lot of these songs, like looking at them, they're they're different types of music. They emulate the the people that are actually singing them and the personalities that we see when they put out content. I felt that this was appropriate to it. Also, in terms of Jeremy being backup for Michael, Jeremy is that guy who's just like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, everybody else will kind of just stand around and be like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to drop my pants or whatever. And Jerry's, Jeremy's like, yeah, sure, I'll, like, put zappers on my ass. Like, whatever. <laughs> That's just the the type of man that he is. Oh, zappers on my ass, Dooley. He, 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 he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's, he is ready to, to be back up for one of his uh, AH guys. So, uh, from that standpoint... And also that awful wig. I thought it was great. Uh, I, I like that it was just like a little bit of a shock to the system. Like, shock. here's something a little wild out there. The system. Well, speaking of wild and out there, let's move on to Team OG uh, featuring Jack Patillo and Jeff Ramsey with uh, some of the background lyrics by Mr. JT Music to sort of help out our Mr. Tone Jeff. Um, very cute. Very, very. Oh, it was adorable. Especially after the moment at Extra Life that they had this year during 2019, mm-hmm. depending on when you're listening to this. <laughs> um, and their, I mean, their relationship is very. It's very weird to say it like this, but they have a very open relationship, just about how much they love each other yeah. and how good of friends they are. And so this one's sort of poking fun at that with the Brokeback Mountain style. Yeah. Very fun. Very entertaining. Also, the the high uh, squ- squeaky Jeff vocals with the very low bassy yeah. vibrating Jeff uh, excuse me Jack vocals. Very also very apropos for them, but just like <laughs> I have to watch this again to know what they're saying. Yeah, but the, and vi- even but the then visuals very much helped because you got the yes. joke instantly. Yes, visually it was perfect. I could see on Jeff's face, like he was just like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm pushing through this. I'm doing I'm this really, for Jack. I'm doing literally, this for literally, Jack. that was the whole song, which it, to me made it so much more sweet because oh, the, he's so just like, I'm doing this for my man Jack, which made me go. Oh. You, you boys are so cute. <laughs> so cute. Like, I, I, I will forgive anything that feels a little... Uh, eh. Like, it, that was kind of the thing, too. It was never full-on, like, oh, God, like, I can't listen to this. It was more like reaching, constantly reaching. And I felt bad that Jeff had to take the, the top notes for everything. <laughs> and it is not easy to sing um, a different part as opposed to melody if you're not a singer. Um, This I know very, very well um, with all of the music that I've had to perform in my own life and doing stuff with choir, etc. Like, if you're not singing melody and you have to take something that doesn't sound normal for the music... It is a challenge. So that coupled with Jeff probably feeling self-conscious, very much so, 
shout out to him. Like you, you pushed through it, and and Jeff, you're our man. Like so we yeah, stand. That's something that we didn't necessarily establish at the top. And if anybody has tuned out for thinking, ha, oh, these people don't know what they're talking about, we are very much theater children. Oh yes, we are. We have very useful theater degrees. And this so is useful. very useful. I'm using just like it. your English degrees and your economics degrees. I'm using it I don't very know. much in my current in my uh, <laughs> current uh, position, my current job. But college degrees mean nothing. <laughs> no man, but it, it. But that is to say, oh. we have some history. We've we've been performers. We've been on stage, and we understand so for me it took me a while to get out of my sort of comfort zone and some would argue that i still am but it's also the fact that he didn't want to watch rent well no no no. but i mean i mean musically and in terms of singing oh sure like yeah vocally it you know i have i have a bass berry sort of voice and there aren't too many parts that necessarily adhere to that and and when they they do exist they're not they're not copious there there's not like you don't get a bigger opportunity and a lot of the times i was thrown into either non-vocal roles or jokey roles and by the time i finally i would say matured and understand what my voice could do the opportunities to do musical theater started to kind of dry up and and so like for for a jack and for uh, for Ryan and for I would even say for a Jeff, he the, he just doesn't have the the experience to to really like. I think he's so he he might be self conscious to a point where he he doesn't know where he fits naturally or comfortably. Well, sure, and I think that's actually a problem for most people too. If they if they say like I can't sing, everybody can sing. Um, you just have to learn what your instrument, your voice can do. These guys aren't trained singers. They're, they play video games all day. So, like, that's to be expected. And uh, I think that they still went out and did it. Like, much respect. But it just openly to anyone that might be listening to this and thinking that they can't sing, you can sing. You, you just need to find what works with your voice. You know, like if you're, uh, if you have a very deep range, like trying to sing something that is in a very high vocal range is obviously going to be a stretch for you. Mm-hmm. But then like you listen to Ryan who has a very deep voice. He could do a lot of stuff and he was talking through most of what he did, but he was still on time. He still had rhythm and you know you just you need to find what what your niche is yeah and a country ballad <laughs> man the alabama was poking through jeff let me tell you <laughs> but it was uh it was still you know ultimately all of these are very very enjoyable yeah um because for the most part it seems like everybody had fun doing it or found fun in doing it and um man dusk boys yeah and you know i'm gonna say something right here in between the two like for a moment like this and the entire time i was watching it i was waiting for a michael and gavin song because i am such team nice dynamite and i thought i thought that there was the opportunity there was because they teamed up at the beginning Mm -hmm. 
um, of that next segment, uh, but instead they went with Team OG, and then they moved on, and they went to Dust Boys. Well, especially because, like, at the very top, it went from song to song. And so you come back from Team OG, and then Team Nice Dynamite wins. Boom, you go to a Team Nice Dynamite song. Like, the expectation for (laughs) the the roadmap. So the the music is good, but the book is garbage. Um, It's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but it's one of those things where if you are creating these scenarios, why not just fucking go for it? Yeah. Damn uh, it. I, I almost... Leaves room for the sequel. Yes, it does. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that more oh, God. As, we, as we go on. We interrupt this broadcast for a special report. Chaos in the streets of downtown Los Santos today, as notorious street gang the fake AH crew barreled through heavy traffic with an industrial dump truck. Witnesses report that after the vehicle was parked in a cleared out street, one of the gang members then attempted to land a Luxor private jet into the bed of the truck with disastrous results. There have been no reported losses of life, but an LSFD dispatch has released a statement regarding a missing and possibly stolen engine car. Make sure to stay tuned for more updates as they happen. Hard to breathe. It's so, so good. good. So I, I love it. I didn't so watch, hard. I didn't watch the musical first. We watched it together, but I was watching Extra Life, and while AH was on, you were in the other room, and they started singing along to it, and I was like what okay it's the dust like i didn't quite i didn't get it because <laughs> it, it just kind of turned it on as it was happening mm-hmm. and i was like that's really this is really good what's going on I, like th- they did the dust boys like maybe this was an extra life thing i don't know blah 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 and then having it come back around full circle i was like oh god this is what it was and i mean i think this group lucked out the most because yeah. by going with a boy band style you can use auto-tune and it doesn't sound too weird. We did get some auto-tune in Still in the Air with the backgrounds with the background singers of Fiona and Lindsay. But for this one, I you know, I figured I would <laughs> this is this is like this isn't like an underhanded dig, but I thought I figured Alfredo could sing a little bit more and the reliance I don't know if it was but the thing is I don't know if it's a joke that they relied so heavily on autotune it and they just over autotuned it or if Fredo was having fun and just like going as off tune as he it's could. It's also with like the theme of the song because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be that 90s early 2000s uh in sync backstreet boys boy band this, perfection this- this is as good and as catchy as Together. Do you remember Together? Hmm. Together was a created boy band by MTV. They were the comedy boy band where they oh. it was it was a, a series that they made, but they had they had a couple of songs. Breaking up is hard enough. Uh, so, fuck! I forgot the I forgot huh. the lyrics. I've never know. heard of any of this. So, but so, I was getting Justin Timberlake on um, SNL. Uh, oh, okay. Do, you know, doing stuff like that Bring as well. Get on down to Lakeville, but to oh, man, together was so good. Uh, I can't believe I can't remember any of the songs, man. That was like right at the peak of the boy band era, mm. where MTV was like, "All right, let's capitalize." Um, but th- 
really solid. Really solid. Uh, the the shots that they did for it too were were really cool. I love the smoke effect. They did the- two takes out in the sun. Like I can I can just imagine them doing one front to back, and then all right, let's do another one for safety, just so that they could cut back and forth from move to move. The wardrobe on these boys was just Backstreet Boys Millennium. Oh my god. Like yeah. it, it touched my soul. Black and silver. And and my yes. And my childhood in a way that I just I cannot express. These and silly boys. Uh, it was so good. There was even like one shot where I was like, that's almost like punk and and Smash Mouth and then but then you mix it with NSYNC and oh, Backstreet man. and it was just it it had it just has a quality about it and it gets stuck in my you head. You know what it is? Huh. It's very authentic. It's very authentically yes. a boy band number in terms of the there's the the yeah, everybody gets the curse. There's the the serious guy, the the de- the the deep voiced guy. There's the little bit of the talk through that builds up to the final chorus, and then all of the visuals were very authentic. It was very authentic, and the fact that the they presented the Dusk Boys as a boy band when they're just kind of these grimy like Dusk, ah, ah, like they they presented them in such such a completely different light than how they are in the Let's Plays. Yeah, that but was the one thing worked. where I was just like. Huh? They, like, they need like a Rasputin what? Dark of the Night oh, <laughs> trio <laughs> villain song. And I love how Gavin is such a like... Him. He's not going to sing. He he is such a wild card. I love him so much. Like, bottle him up. Put him in your pocket. Just so good. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well... Well, Gavin's not the most popular person in the office at times, especially when it comes to the support room. We got a very brief interlude of Gavin is a prick. Gavin is a prick. Whoa, Gavin is a prick. And shout out to you guys, too, for the harmony that you guys did acapella. Dude, so that <laughs> was, was really good. That was straight up the support room. Yeah. That was just every all of the editors. That was Ashley, Larry, Steffi, Sarah, Kent, Alec, Andrew. Oh, oh, Andy. Andy was still in it. They shot that a while ago then. Uh Jaren and Jacob. Like good for them. Yeah. That was that was a that was a fun little interlude. And I think a nice sort of well, Gavin is pulling weight and doesn't want to sing a song, but we still want to sing a sing a song about it. Or we still want <laughs> Gavin to have a song or a song about Gavin. And so I I can imagine Jack just like quote in the writer's room being like, Yeah, Gavin doesn't want to do a song. Gavin is a prick. <laughs> And then just having that moment where it's like, all right, here we go. Now we're unearthing the truth, yeah. like by talking about this. I love it. Jack, if you want to respond, feel free. Yeah. You can respond at the Rooster Team, and we would love to hear from you. Or if you want to talk about the musical some more, yeah. why the hell not? We we would love to talk about it all day long with you, actually. You are our atmosphere. But <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really happy that they got the support room involved. Yeah. Because they, they're... Not as unsung anymore, but more people are starting to appreciate them for everything that yeah. they do. And and with more content, that just means that there's more people and there's more mention. Like, Steffi is one of the hardest working people in that office. Kent yeah. has been around for a very long time. Larry's been around for a long time. Um, Ashley's been around for a little while. There's a lot of great talent in that room. And to be associated with the brand in this way 
as something that's going to be a calling card for them yeah. one way or another is very good yeah. and, and I'm happy for them. Same. And we go from there to Nepo. Matt's we, Lament. And we get, it's it's called Matt's Song. Oh, well, it should be Matt's, Matt's Lament, Lament. But it is Matt's Lament. <laughs> and good on Matt. I was so delighted to hear his voice. Um, you know what, Matt? Like, I I am getting some some real, like, dramatic musical theater vibes from you and i love it i love it i love the face paint with the blue hair what is it with everybody wearing the blue well, hair matt's, right matt's now? had the the one little yeah, bit of the, no, the shock of color for a while it, doesn't he um yeah he did blonde he did pink yeah. i think pink was the first one i'm not entirely sure but I think Pink was Extra Life two years ago, mm. but he does the little bit of shock of hair every now and again. Um, but this, this I think, was the most surprising. Not that you know, Matt, Matt's a talented guy, but we didn't know that we ha- that he had this in him and good on him. Yeah, and uh, I I really love the lyrics in this one too. And they were very understandable. They were so understandable. Half of the time, you know, watching these Minecraft videos recently, it's like, guys, let up on Matt. Damn it. He, like, works his butt off. Everyone's like, Matt, you idiot. What What are you doing, Matt? I mean, Matt had clout when he wasn't working for... I'll, sh- I'll show you the Let's Play. Um, was it Mindball? Yeah, it was Mindball where he built this giant football field. And uh, Gavin was, like, kind of messing with him, like, fronting on him. And then... Matt just killed him. So that was just when he was like a map maker for them. Yeah. Um before he he was a person. He was just an Xbox Live uh account. But yeah, that one the Matt's Matt's song was very good. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, like for a moment I was like, I'm kidding, like Beauty and the Beast Beast <laughs> vibes. My goodness. I I, I moved. And then <laughs> And then getting hit by the ball at the end and hitting the camera and having it perfectly get a shot of a porg in the corner was just um, the piece de resistance. You can't plan that. No, that was perfection. Yeah. And um, so going from there, the last round that we got was a round of Lindsay Wins. Yeah. And so this was a hip-hop song that was kind of in a Linkin Parky style. We got the little bit of Jeff Goldblum at the top, um, which is, I'm sure she requested that personally. So so my thought on Lindsay Wins is like, this is the missing verse from the AH Throwdown. And the reason ah. it was deleted is because Lindsay would win. Because oh. this verse, the this song yeah. fucking rules. It's so good. It's well-written, well-performed, well constructed the flow is amazing the visuals match and it is so inherently Lindsay. um one of my favorite lyrics um upside down is hell a flying just because i'm that kind of pilot it works it just oh it was just and i think it's it's it is a bomb song i love it so much i mean if if you're not if for some reason you've gotten this far into 
listening to this review and you're not a regular viewer of Achievement Hunter, you definitely need to watch the Lin- the Lindsay Wins Let's Play. They're plays. so good. At and the very I'll- least, watch the animated adventure that they did. And yeah. if that's interesting to you, go back and watch them all. So I just have to say real quick on a personal level, being a girl that has a lot of guy friends and having played a lot of video games with guys in the past and always always like coming in last or second to last or something like the struggle is real because if if it's just not something that you grew up with like I didn't grow up with video games I had a PC so things were very different Um, and then just it gets really frustrating so then finding out that they have specific recordings where they make sure that Lindsay wins that was really exciting for me to watch and then just having this kind of be, you know, towards the end and to see Lindsay being so effing fierce is just, mm, I love it. I love it. And it speaks to me and womanhood on a whole nother level in this day and age. <laughs> uh, I like the uh, all the references to her being everybody's mom. Yeah. Uh, I've got two kids at home and I'm still kicking your ass. Like, yeah. it's it's all funny because in the context that they created of it being a Lindsay Wins episode, she has to win. Yeah. She has all of the control. It's just that chaotic nature that she is. And then here she is rapping about how much of a badass she is when it's yes. like, we're letting you win. <laughs> but it's like, I don't give a fuck. You're doing this because... And it's like, all right, okay, all right. <laughs> Absolutely and, and, and Lindsay is queen. And then at the end of it, she's like, okay, ha, thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> Just like, I love her so much. Yeah, dude. Uh, she's um, great. And we, we finish off with the only song not written by Jack Patillo, which is Good at Being Bad, which was uh, performed by one Mr. Jeremy Dooley. And, and on, the ho- on the whole, on the whole, I really enjoy this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. However, I think it suffers from having too many reprises. Mm. Starting starting with the chorus and then going with lyrics and then chorus and then lyrics and then chorus and then chorus and then chorus. It's a lot. And that's not to take away from the actual content because the Nickelback style see, that Jeremy adopted. that's the thing adopted, because it, it's following that pattern. So that's why, like, I, I've had that same feeling with the song, but it is following literally that pattern. I, I could have used like a... An uh, extra thing up. in there? Not even, just like, as they're, as they're starting off, like the first little bit is all right time to get the group back together, but or like whatever. And just sort of a talk through of the beginning of this thing. And then poof, we've stole like something because it start it starts at a 10. And then when the verse starts, it goes down to like an eight mm. and then it goes back up to a 10 to try to. So like trying to keep you at a 10 for that long is difficult. And he does really well. And it's, this is all really well performed. Yeah. And the, Jeremy, you do a great job the, with this song. The accompanying video is, remarkable the and, shots are fantastic yeah. the slow-mo and all of the things that they're doing it's, like, it's a phenomenal performance and a phenomenal song there's just a lot of it and a little bit there's some tweaking that i would have done as a man it's hard to turn off producer brain sometimes yeah i know but again this is all coming from a place of appreciation and and uh we we really love all of the work that that you do and have done and watching the behind the scenes and finding out that the mugger bit at the end was <laughs> something that they thought of on site. One, 
is ridiculous that they didn't think of that <laughs> yeah. beforehand and two stole the show for me because it's the perfect ending you like when, when we were watching that i jumped out of my seat yeah and and like i was i was into it and i had that analytical like hmm, okay yes for like for most of it <laughs> but then when gavin got mugged i was i was it popped me real hard and i was like that's such a good good ending to this particular song and after that let's stop yeah and, and just and that was it. That's Age the Musical. Yeah. And so from there, from going back and talking through all of the songs, what is your favorite song? Oh. Okay, I'm going to say Hard to Breathe. It's got to be Hard to Breathe because it's, I, I've said this several times already, and, and I'll, I'll say it again, that once these hit the charts, Rooster Teeth's audience is as such to where I think this can chart. Not I necessarily so top the charts, but chart. Yeah. Like it it's a really solid song. I I really think that it could go really far. And then I think it can meme. And a meme can be made of like, why is this song doing? And then people listen and then people go down the rabbit hole. And all of a sudden it's doing even better than it can. I think this is a very popular, memeable song that can do very well. Yeah. And think of all that money that's going to the kids. Hashtag for the kids. Yes. Um, now, here's the the different version. Mm. Which song was the most fitting to its performer? Mm. And I think this is an even harder song. I'm talking style. I'm talking lyrics. I'm talking performance, visuals, all of that. Lindsay. <sighs> a very very good answer and it is my and it it would i i agree with you mm-hmm. it is one of the absolute it's hard to go against matt bragg though that's true it's matt bragg's is ridiculously good he performs it very well yeah i would say those two are tied for like ambience and you just put him in a in a room with a smoke machine you end <laughs> with the clown paint at the end yeah so choice very good. Uh, we want to know what your favorite song and your most fitting song is. Do you have any uh, final thoughts about Achievement Hunter the Musical? Um, so, like you, I I was happy to see Fiona uh, at the beginning in Still in the Air. I wish that I'd been able to see more. Obviously, you know, with the amount of time that it takes to plan this stuff, you know, things happen and they don't. I want to see a second musical from Achievement Hunter and I want to see Fiona get her own song or maybe a song with Lindsay um, got some fun stuff going on with The Sims now so that might be a whole thing that they can do I want to see Team Nice Dynamite so I figure if so this was the was essentially AH the GTA musical the next logical step would be AH the Minecraft musical Yes. That's that to me is the next logical leap and I would wonder if it's either it would have to be either Sky Fa- in the style of Sky Factory or You Dead You Dead. Mm. It would ha- I and I would figure that it would have to be in one of those two styles. Yeah. 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 And uh, but uh, agreed who knows how long it would take them to do it again. But um, the only thing that I would say is I want to see this Let's Play unplugged. So 
I'm sure they yeah. created all of the situations how they wanted to. But if there's any sort of a like, hey, let's just record some some GTA and then at some I'll pull from something. Like I would like to see this let's play in its full in its full glory. Yeah. Like the full jackpack let's play. Which is probably not excuse me, probably not possible, but um hopeful. And uh yeah, I I suppose that that was the first episode of the Let's Play Family Forum. We have a couple of other things in the Let's Play Family that we want to talk about that depending on how the it's, it's still in the air yeah everything's still in the air um it's still in but the we air. have some stuff that we want to talk about that's based on let's play family projects and um whether it's going to be myself and andrea discussing it whether if anybody i know that that we have some fans of ah out there in the in the discord or in the in our particular group of fans and and there's a lot of stuff that there is to talk about so i'm i'm very open to opening this up it is a forum after all opening this up to more people to uh to have them come in and discuss i know megan and stacy wanted to talk about monopoly i one of the things that andrew and i had been talking about to be the first episode was talking about monopoly and uh then there's i mean there's um uh 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 uh, uh haunter which is going to be returning january yeah. 2020 um so talking about that as a franchise and and maybe even just a couple of discussion points because like reviewing let's plays seems very silly but there's a lot of character stuff and and people watching and and a lot of a lot of good biz that comes out of the the let's play family and whether that's not necessarily just limited to achievement hunter either so we'll we'll figure some stuff out and and this will definitely be one of the more intermittent podcasts on the rooster team radio channel but uh for now we're gonna leave you uh andrew tell the folks where they can follow you on the socials you can follow me at dole whip drea on instagram and on twitter and you can follow me at mark b donica you can also check out our theme park podcast at party of two pod uh there's something that i've been wanting to do um that's rooster teeth related for a very long time that i think now might be the best opportunity oh. i've told you about it we were going to do it years ago and then we moved or a year ago and then we moved <laughs> um so make sure to head over there if you're a theme park fan or not it's just if you like sort of the dialogue between uh, my wife and i then uh head on over <laughs> and check that out um but for now uh that'll do it for us here on rooster team radio let's stop <laughs>